The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. I am your, I am your Dave Canyon. I am your Dave Canyon, and I am your pragmatic podcaster. Ready to dumb it down? Alrighty, sounds great. I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you tuned in. Uh, turns out this is uh, turns out this is episode 155. Can you believe it? 155 was just minutes ago. I was uh, talking about how episode 150 isn't a milestone, and here it is, 155. I kind of feel like 155 is a good milestone. It's the first time I've ever done an episode 155. Every episode I do will be the first time I do episode whatever. You know, is it more of a milestone if I do it another time? Like if I create another show? Right? I could just stop the show right now. I could just say, all right, that's the end of Dumbing It Down with Dave. Then I could start a whole other series called, you know, Pragmatic Podcasting with, uh, with your pragmatic podcaster, Dave Canyon. And then I can start another show. And then when I get to 150, that'll be, wow, what a milestone. This guy's done two shows at 150. 150 episodes. Or is it better I just continue on and uh, do 300 episodes of Dumbing It Down with Dave? I mean, you know, certain answers are good for certain things and certain answers are good for other things. I don't really know what my goals are. You know, as far as analytics uh, analytics go, maybe it's better that I do 300 episodes of Dumbing It Down with Dave. I don't know if I want to make that my goal, but I don't want to not make it my goal. I just, I just pressed the button, I started talking, and this is what came out of my head. It was just minutes ago. I was thinking about 150, well, episode 150. It was minutes ago, last year or so. It could have been two years ago. I don't even remember now that I didn't really want to get close to episode 100 because I wasn't ready. I wanted to prepare for episode 100, which I eventually never did. So I went through this whole thing. I tortured myself between episode uh, 80 and 100. I tortured myself. I slowed myself down. I created reasons why not to do a podcast. I wasted a lot of time. I could be at episode 175 right now. What a milestone that would be. <laughs> anyway, that if I hadn't taken uh, any of my podcations, yeah, I, uh, I probably would be closer to 300 right now. Episode 300. I've been doing this since February of 2016. I was doing some research on the Spreaker website. I didn't realize that I've been doing this. I mean, I, I, of course I realized. I just forget, you know. It's not like it's a wedding anniversary date, which I also don't remember. But I, uh, yeah, February 2016, I think, is when I established my Spreaker account. So this February will be 2020. Wow, that'll be four years. It doesn't feel like four years. It feels like, feels like about a year or two I started podcasting. Anyway, who cares about that? Does anybody really care? Um, but it's it, this is what was at the top of my head, and uh, which has no hair on it, so there are no filters. Everything just slides right off the top, like a greased pig on ice. Alex Exum does the intro at the top of the show. That voice that you heard at the top of the show, the guy that says, "Here's Dave." That's Alex Exum, and he does uh, AlexExum.com. He does live talk, pretty much every Tuesday. Not every Tuesday, pretty much every Tuesday. Some Tuesdays he doesn't do it. I can't explain to you why. I don't even know if he can explain to you why. Um, God's will? I have no idea. Uh, 
Every Tuesday, 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern, live talk. Check it out on Spreaker, alexexum.com, A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M.com. Um, all right, so I'm in the car. I'm in the Kia Rio. I'm northbound on New York State Thruway. I just got on. I just left my house, and I'm at the 101 over 8 mile marker. I just got on the thruway here in Saugerties, New York. It's a sunny day. <laughs> New York State Chamber of Commerce should be adoring me. Adorning? Adorning. They should adore me, but they should be adorning me with medals because I'm such a great ambassador for New York State because apparently every time I do a podcast, except for a, a very few specific moments in time, it's always a sunny day. It's always... <laughs> I mean, there's just so many recordings of it. If I had a good uh, audio editor, I would say, listen, I'm sorry to put you through this, but I need you to go back to episode one. And I think I did a couple of preview episodes. And you need to go back there, and, and every time I say, it's a beautiful day in New York, I need you to edit that out. I think it's rained out of 100, and now it's going to be 155 episodes. I think I've had two or three really rainy days. I think I've had 150-some-odd episodes of, oh, it's a beautiful sunny day in New York. It's kind of fascinating. Um, maybe it's rained, well, I know it's rained other days, uh, you know. Maybe uh, I don't like podcasting in the rain. Maybe psychologically, when I get out of the house and I get into the car and I see it's raining, my brain just doesn't even say, oh, you know what, we should do a podcast. But I definitely thought about it today. Today I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to get this out of the way, the first one of the week. And I got to do, you know, two, two half hours for Mile High Radio, milehiradio.com. That is the word mile, milehiradio.com. Thank you, Lynn, and thank you, Bobby, for the opportunity syndicating my radio show. They play it on Mondays at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Eastern on milehighradio.com. Milehighradio.com. So, uh, I'm headed north. It's a beautiful day. It's 6.16 p.m. I'm on my way to work. I got a special assignment today. I got to go find some location in Farmingdale, Long Island. It's not a trucking show. I'm not going to bore you with my Google Maps research. I'm just giving you a heads up. What does he do every day? What does he do? Well, usually I drive a set, which is two trailers connected by a bogey, connected by a connector, connected by a dolly. Call it whatever you want. For some reason, grown men have become accustomed to calling it a dolly. Uh, And it is actually spelled D-O-L-L-Y. Dolly. I don't know why we call it a dolly. Uh, Dolly is used... uh, I know why we call it a dolly, because that's the definition. But some guys, you know, really are adverse to referring to it as a dolly, so they'll call it a connector or a bogey. Uh, we have a thing go- called um, a yard horse. Uh, it, uh, it's a tractor. Again, not a trucking show. I'm going to get off this real quick. It's a, it's a truck that um, you wouldn't take it across country, but you would drive it in a yard for a company and you would just move trailers around. It's specifically designed to pick up and drop trailers uh, with some with some greater convenience. It has hydraulics in it. It lifts the trailer up. It moves it around and it's all this other stuff. Uh, we call it a yard horse. Uh, you go to certain yards, they call it a switcher. Uh, you go to another yard and they'll call it by the name of the manufacturer, which I forget right now, the name of the manufacturer. But it's just interesting. It's kind of like down south, right? Up north, soda is called soda. Want a soda? 
You go down south, all of a sudden it's called a pop. You want a pop? So uh, if you want, you can chime in in the comments. I really wish I had that uh, speakerphone thing that you guys can call into the show, leave a, a message. I, uh, I asked uh, you guys uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, could have been 20 by now, I don't even know, to send me uh, uh, any uh, messages. You know, you re- record it on your phone, but nobody did that. Nobody felt obliged to do that. So, uh, and I know I've been on other people's podcasts. I've seen them where they have that website, and uh, I got to get that. Anyway, that was just a note to myself. I got to get that uh, free uh, uh, call-in thing that you could leave a message. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's what I do on the show. I just leave myself reminders, uh, little uh, Easter eggs here that I open up. And, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I got to do that. So um, today I got to go down to Farmingdale, Long Island. Uh, first, I got to make a delivery out in Ronkonkoma, Long Island, which I also call Ronkonkoma. And uh, then I'm going to head over to Farmingdale and swap equipment. And then I'm going to come home. Or I might go back out to Ronkonkoma. It all depends. Uh, I don't like driving around uh, any area of the United States without having a clue what I'm doing, uh, towing a trailer behind me. There's, there's some low overpasses in Long Island. It's a little frightening. Anyway, uh, that's my problem, not your problem. Let's move on with the show. I got 7% uh, of my audience in France right now going, what is he talking about? Well, to get to the show, funny boy, we like you to laugh. Make us laugh. France is waiting. I did some analytics research the other day. 83 uh, some odd percent of my audience, or 80, 80 some odd percent, could be 86, I forget now, of my audience is in the United States, including Hawaii and Canada. 7 point some odd percent of my audience, for some reason, is in France. That could be from the Deezer app. I'm not really sure. I just uh, ended up on Deezer. We lost Podcoin. Podcoin is out of business. I feel very responsible. I didn't really push Podcoin, but they closed up shop. So I I said a couple of episodes ago, there's too many platforms. Somebody's got to go. And uh, Podcoin uh, bit the dust. uh, I don't know if anybody made any money off that deal, but uh, it was a way for you guys to listen to the show that you're going to listen to anyway, and then either you make money and or I make money. It's just ridiculous. Didn't work out. Do you remember years ago, there was a uh, web browser called Ask? Was that the one that paid people? They were like paying people to use the browser. I think it was Ask.com. Wasn't there Jeeves? AskJeeves.com? They were like trying to compete with Google. So they figured the only way they can get people to come over was to pay money. Anyway, that was years and years ago. So many browsers have come and gone. Um... What I want to say. Oh, yeah. So you, if you know of a difference in uh, words, uh, I knew I wanted to tell you something. You know, uh, whether it's soda and pop or whatever. I uh, you know, uh, like different countries have different, uh, you know, um, uh, different things like um, whatever. You know, England has different words than the uh, United States. And all that. I just got distracted by... Uh, a truck I just passed by. It's actually one of my drivers who's uh, driving some equipment and uh, I'll see him in a couple of minutes. Anyway, let's get on with the show. I feel like I'm distracted. The sun, the beautiful weather. What do I want to tell you? There's something absolutely I wanted to share with you. All right, so I'll share this with you. Um, So I got suspended at my job for a day. I got a one-day suspension. I'm a grown man of 56 years old we had to have a meeting and they suspended me 
because uh, I got caught holding the phone in my hand. Uh, the truck went over a bump. I wasn't in an accident. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. Went over the bump, camera activated, and uh, they caught me on the phone. I was, you know, I was probably researching podcasts. And they actually can't even see the phone, but they can see the reflection in the, in the window. So now I have to figure out how to kill that reflection in the window. So ridiculous. And it's funny because I've been over that bump like 10 times since then. And the camera hasn't activated at all. But that particular time, I had the phone in my hand and it activated. And then they saw it. So ridiculous. I got to tell you, this, this whole thing about, again, managing from a cubicle, managing through technology, not any encouraging, you know, hey, you do a great job every day. It's only the moments that you do badly that they talk to. You understand what I'm saying here? Is that you, whatever job you do, and you do it every day. You do it for eight hours if you're fortunate. I do my job for 14 hours a day. I'm not including the commute. But you know, I've mentioned it here many times. a 16-hour commute. I mean 16-hour day with the commute. So, I do, I do an excellent job. I've gotten the safety bonus three years in a row. No accidents. I've caused this company no grief. I work overtime. I clean things. I maintain things. I get things fixed. I'm conscientious. You can't measure my conscientiousness from the cubicle. Can't do it. There's no diodes. Kick. You can't check into me. It's just what I do. It's it's me being old school. It's me doing the job, really. I don't like to say old school. It's it's a school. It's the school. There's no other school. I'm going to try to catch myself from now on when I say old school. No, it's the school. You do your job. That's the school. What's the lesson plan? Do your job. Yeah, but what about... No, you do the job. Yeah, but you know, no. But nobody else is doing it. Well, then you you fail. You're a dropout. You're a school dropout. Oh, that's okay. I don't like the old school anymore. I'm going to the new school. No, but there is only one school. You can't go to the new school. There's only one school. You apply for the job because you're in need of a career. You're in need of money. They agree to hire you, whoever they are, and then you go to work. After you pee in a bottle, and then you know you do the whisper test, and then they check you for a hernia, and uh, you sit in a waiting room, and blah, 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 all that stuff. But you come to work and you go, oh, thank you for hiring me. I'm really appreciative because now... I can afford the things I want, especially this particular job where I work. We're going to pay you. You're going to pay me. Thank you. I really appreciate the fact that I'm going to do a job that I'm capable of doing for whatever reason, and you're going to pay me to do it. I wouldn't have taken the job here if I didn't know how to do it or if I didn't enjoy it. But there is a certain amount of enjoyment in truck driving and I have a certain amount of skill so I'm going to do the job that we've discussed are you going to do all of it? of course that's the school right? yes we, we appreciate we, we're just checking because some guys come in they don't realize that you know that's the school yeah I'm going to do I signed you signed me I signed you and uh, I'm in the payroll I got automatic deposit, I got insurance, I got benefits. Yeah, I'm going to go do the job now. Okay. 
Well, enjoy yourself. Thank you. Goodbye. I should never speak to you again, right? Because there should be no need. Yeah, there should be no need. You're, you're good. I mean, you can always call if you have a, an HR issue. Oh, no. Well, why, why would I call you? Right? Because you're going to do your job. Right? I'm going to do my job. And that guy there, he's going to do his job. And everybody's going to do the job. Right? Because everybody signed on. We all went to school. The school. School's out. We're done. You don't have to take a refresher course. And maybe there'll be an extracurricular activity or something. Oh, yeah, like like yesterday when we did uh, sexual harassment. Yeah, that was not fun. You guys get it? You understand what I'm saying? So anyway, I know you did. I just, you know, I had to act it out. So yesterday we had sexual harassment training. I don't know. I mean, they didn't train us to sexual harass. But I do know now some good ways. <laughs> some ways I never would have thought of. You know why? Because I'm a human being. I'm a human being on this planet. And maybe I, maybe I am fortunate. I I don't really... Uh... Dave, dear, this is Emma. Oh, hello. May I ask you something? What happened there? Oh. You seem to be really thirsty. Mm-hmm. Should we take a drink, a break? Oh, yeah, okay. Let's do that. I'm going to do that right now, Emma. Thank you. That's great. Carry on. Oh, thank you, Emma. I'm glad she jumped in because I was getting a little parched. So, maybe I am fortunate. I, I don't know. I, we watched this training of all these different situations of bullying and sexual harassment. And I got to tell you, it was very disturbing. Now, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm being very serious. I was very uncomfortable sitting there watching these videos of sexual harassment and bullying. It was, dare I say, because I very rarely, if never, say this, I found it offensive. It was, it was uncomfortable for me to see people acting that way. I haven't been that uncomfortable since... A couple years ago, I was on jury duty, and I had to listen to an actual phone call between um, uh, a convict. He was calling from inside the prison. Apparently, all phone calls are recorded, you know, calling out of a prison. Uh, and he was calling, uh, I think, the potential, um, the defense, the, def- the accused, or whatever. Yeah, not the defendant, to the accused. It doesn't matter. The perpetrator, or the, the alleged perpetrator, or whatever the crime. So there was this conversation. And it was really uncomfortable. Because, first of all, they played the whole thing in its entirety. They, there was no breaks. They didn't say, okay, we're going to go five minutes at a time. Just to, just to give everybody a break. But the words that were being said in, in, this, in, this, in this video and, and that phone call. The words that were being said. The language. The, the intent. The attitude. The, the whole thing was really uncomfortable because I would never have done any of these things no not at the age of 56 maybe at the age of 6 maybe at the age of 10 when you're, you don't know any better so you live life and you sort of figure these things out by the way let me I think I'm going to reiterate this I don't know if that's the right word when growing up so I'm 56 years old born in 63 so in 1973 I'm 10 years old 
So just to, just to put a, a pin in the timeline, I would come home from school so excited on a Wednesday. Why would I be excited to be home on a Wednesday? I was excited to be home every day. But for some reason, ABC TV would do the ABC after school special. Yep. And I don't know how often they did it. I don't think it was once a week. I think it was like once a month or once every so often. It was the ABC after school special. It was TV for kids. It's okay. You don't have to do your homework for the next hour and a half, whatever it was. Now, in New York, ABC TV, which was Channel 7, had the 4.30 movie. Every day from 4.30 to 6, they played a movie. It's hard to think now, back in the day. Every day they played a movie at 4.30. The ABC uh, movie, uh, uh, afternoon movie, 4.30 movie. It's amazing. There was a 4.30 movie. There was an 8 o'clock movie. There was a 10 o'clock. Like, we were really into that back in the day. It was a special event. Remember, it was the Sunday night movie of the week. Big event. People would sit around after the, watching the world of Disney. You'd watch the ABC movie of the week. You know, it would be a Bond movie or something. It was quite spectacular. Because back in the day, we didn't have cable TV. So if they were going to play a movie, it was a special event. I remember that. That was great. The point of this uncomfortability, this thing what I'm trying to tell you here, this, this show, for me, feels a little weird. But I, I hope it sounds better to you than it feels to me. Was that in my life, I watched certain shows that would teach me how to behave. Davy and Goliath on Sunday mornings would teach me how to behave. Well, in lieu of parents is what I'm trying to say. I don't know how your parents were. My parents, I I don't know what they did. I can't remember what they did. I I don't think they did that much. I think I figured most of it out on my own. But I watched them correspond with other people. And they did did okay. Hello, how are you? Goodbye, good day, good night, all that. Um, Davy and Goliath. There used to be a religious show in the morning called Insight. Because I'd be up. My father would go to work and he'd make all this noise in the house and he'd leave and I'd stay up. I loved watching the sunrise. I'd be up at 4.30 in the morning as a, as a five-year-old boy, six-year-old boy, seven-year-old boy. I look out the window. I lived in an apartment building, ninth floor in New York. I had my window in my bedroom had the, the view of the Twin Towers. I could see the Twin Towers. Well, I could see Brookdale Hospital, but on the other side of Brookdale Hospital was, uh, for some reason, yeah, two streets away was the Brookdale Hospital. Famous uh, hospital in Brooklyn, in Brownsville, Brooklyn. For, for people who live in Brownsville, for people who don't live in New York, it's not that famous, but it doesn't have a great reputation. I had a hernia operation in Brookdale Hospital. I don't remember it being a bad place. So, uh, Davy and Goliath, Insight, uh, maybe I'd watch Biography, uh, I would watch, uh, you know, Leave it to Beaver, I would watch uh, Father Knows Best. You would watch My Three Sons. Eventually, you watch Brady Bunch, uh, the ABC After School Special. Uh, you know, there were a lot of good shows. You know, uh, Schoolhouse Rock, which really didn't tell you how to behave. Oh, there was Sesame Street. You know, Schoolhouse Rock was all about language, conjunction, junction, all that stuff. You know, numbers. Sesame Street, Electric Company, Hodgepodge Lodge, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. I just said all, the, all these things off the top of my head. I have no idea how many of these things actually exist anymore. Hodgepodge Lodge. I, I barely remember watching that. Um, New Zoo Review. 
The Magic Garden. I think some of these shows might have been for girls. I don't remember. I think I, I my sister may, might have made me watch a couple of these. You know what I'm saying? These kid, these shows were really wonderful kid-oriented shows. And back then, they didn't have these crazy dramas. No, it's not 34 minutes, right? Okay, five minutes. I got scared. I thought I went to 34 minutes. We didn't have these dramas. Like, whatever. We didn't grow up as fast as they do now. This sexual harassment thing, for me, was very uncomfortable. I can't imagine how you could grow up to be like that. Although, you know, I guess somebody slips through the cracks. My, I was uncomfortable watching I really wanted to walk out. I wanted to say to my supervisor, listen, I'm not joking. I don't enjoy this. I, I don't need this. I've been on this planet for 56 years. I, I, don't, I don't need to be told how to behave. I don't need supplemental training in how to work, how to conduct myself in a workplace. I'm, I'm, I'm so paranoid at this point. Uh, it's been years. I, I don't talk to any of the women in the office. I don't make eye contact. Uh, I, I mean, it's barely a hello. And often they say hello to me. One of the one of the ladies at the, uh, uh, the office the other day said, "Hey, Dave, how you doing?" I'm like, I didn't even know she knew my name. I don't talk to these people. I, I don't take any chances anymore. And also, I don't even want to talk to the guys there. I just want to get my paperwork and go. That's another story. But it does bother me. Is the point of the show that I have to be told? I have to be educated on how to behave around. Not just women, but you know, other men and so on and so forth. How not to be a bully. How not to be sexually harassing. How to be sensitive. And I got to tell you folks, I think this is more of the beginning of the end. The fact that humans have to... In, in the workplace, the workplace, the, the company has to spend money to develop these films, these curriculums. My, my company's in the business, well... I don't know how much longer, but they're supposed to be doing doing it. But all things being equal, they're in the business of dairy production and then dairy distribution. I don't like the idea of my company being involved in education of human behavior. Right? Doesn't that sound wrong? If, if you're a for-profit corporation, you should focus in on what makes money and what I, you know, helps me keep my job. I realize that there are hazards, you know, whether it be, you know, an accident. That's why you have this idiotic thing called the Smith training. Uh, I realize, you know, that's for truck driving. I realize that we have to have this harassment thing because of lawsuits and all that. I understand all that. But again, we're not going to the, getting to the core of the matter. The core of the matter is the core of the problem. How do you get to the core of it? Is, you know, family, you know, keeping the family together, uh, you know, uh, for a lot of people, it's religion. It's attending church or temple, which I, I'm assuming the attendance has been in, dec- in the decline. Uh, it's it's not the control of pop culture, but limiting what your children see. But now it's a little bit late because children have already had children have already had children. And I think this is why there's this malaise. It's part of it. There's this lack of concern. And it makes sense to me. It's also in our food. The foods that are poisoning us. And making us dumb. Really dumb. And making us lazy. Really lazy. Making us unhealthy. Really unhealthy. 
I think it's all slowly happening. Every day, 0.001 at a time. How, Dave, this sounds really depressing. Well, it's depressing if we allow it to happen. If we fight it, if we take responsibility and be accountable for our actions, it's not as depressing. There's hope. Now, I have hope for me. Not that much, but I have hope. This this, this job has become soul-sucking. I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to trans, transition into life. But I'm concerned for the people who haven't had that realization that, oh, oh, wow, everything is falling apart. People are falling apart. Not everybody, but it's, it's a little bit at a time. It's a very, very slow malaise. And it takes every second, every minute, every hour, every day, whatever color you want to attach to it, whatever temperature you want to attach, whatever number, however you want to, you know, calibrate it, keep track of it. It is slowly, the needle is slowly moving in one direction. The scales of malaise are, it's all going in a slow direction. It's really, really hard to see it. Unless you listen to Dumbing It Down with Dave. In which case, I've made you more aware. And if you're one of the people that listens to the show and you are hyper-aware, you know how uncomfortable it is to walk this earth. You know how difficult it is to get through the day. Because you're seeing all these zombies. All these pod people. They're kind of like, ugh. You're like, hey man, come on, wake up. We got to get this done. Uh, would that, would you, what? Oh, uh, Oh, it's very frustrating. I wish I could. I wish I had walked out on that sexual harassment training yesterday. I deserved it. I deserved to walk out. I shouldn't have been there. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Good rats. Godspeed and great skills. See you next show.